3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And I always think this is interesting and The Athletic does an excellent job with this is the Spring Training Survey. So they talk with MLB insiders on the players, teams, and stories to watch for this season. And I wanted to run through a few of these with you. And we can stop wherever you want. The most improved team in the National
2: League. Well, I'm going to say the Dodgers, since they added all the free agents, including Shohei. And they were already really damn good. Like yep. They were already a really good team. But I don't remember what we'd consider a bad team or a cheap team adding a lot of
0: salary. So maybe, maybe I'm missing a team, but I would say the Dodgers. And in this one, you were able to put multiple teams. And so of the 31 insiders, executives that they talked to, every single one of them listed the Dodgers. However, 20 also listed the Diamondbacks, what did as they do? a team that has improved quite a bit. But I'd see. have to go back and look,
2: but uh, they added no, I know a starting pitcher. I'm sorry I'm forgetting okay. who's maybe a a Rodriguez who's a lefty from Detroit. I'm I'm I'd have to go look at all their moves.
0: But as you can guess, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers was listed on every single one of these ballots. All right. Now, for the American League it was Eduardo Rodriguez. Is that who they yes. added? Okay, I knew that was a good signing. And Eugenio Eugenio Suarez. Yeah, that and- made
2: it interesting. I will say this because I've been looking into Jordan Lawler as like somebody to maybe buy his cards. I think he's really good. I went to Dallas Jesuit. I think that'd be a cool guy to collect. And I was watching some things and I remember they were saying with the addition of Suarez, it's tough to see where he's going to fit in in the infield, because Cattell Marte is an all-star second baseman. They just added Suarez to third base. And then Perdomo is a good young shortstop they like. So they're trying to figure out, like, how does Lawler fit on opening day on the Diamondbacks? Most improved team
0: in the American League. I have a few
4: options here. Okay. Because I think the Yankees adding Soto, I think that was a big deal state of the art I really do think that the <laughs> Orioles like everything the Orioles are doing is strong uh so that's that's two of my top teams okay. right there because but then then again the Orioles add a pitcher and lose a pitcher like add add a great pitcher and lose their best pitcher
2: I think it's too time. early to tell with 73 free agents still available but yeah. I hear like isn't it this amazing you can answer this question but what if I know they're not going to do this the Rangers 100% will not do this if the Rangers signed uh, Michael Lorenzen and Blake Snell tomorrow, you'd be like, well, the Rangers improved the most. I don't care they yes. won the World Series. Yes. They just – I think they got somebody better in a way than Jordan Montgomery, and then they added another guy who could really help them in multiple ways. I'm just – I'm. that's not going to happen. I don't want that to be marked at all. Like Mike just said, they're after Blake wow. Snell. No, they're so not the MLB a Network. But there's so many quality free agents still available that this is tough – To answer in the American League, because I can't tell you one team that made a major jump in additions. What
0: would you think about the Kansas City Royals, who, in addition to the Bobby Witt move... Got Will Smith. Hey, that is true. Michael Waka. Hunter Renfro. That is correct. Fozzie Bear. (laughs) Waka Waka. Waka Waka. Seth Lugo, Garrett Hampson. And they actually spent... So $109.5 million in guaranteed money, not to mention the almost $300 million in guaranteed money that they gave to Bobby Witt Jr. They finished third.
4: Did you say Mr. Championship Will Smith? Did you say that? He did. Okay, all right.
0: Is The Royals are third on the list. They got 20 of the 31 votes. All right. The Orioles and Yankees both got 24. So they lead the way, and this survey is quick to point out, you know who got zero points? or zero votes, the Texas Rangers, which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that their I team they got a lot them. worse, what but it didn't feel like they improved. They added the
2: Yates and home. Robertson to their bullpen. Uh, they didn't add anybody to their rotation. I mean, you could look at they added uh Malley, mm-hmm. but he's not going to pitch until after the All-Star break if, if he does. He yeah. yeah. They so didn't he,
4: overreact.
2: So you're just like, hey. This is about the young guys improving, and this is about the old starting pitchers getting healthy at some point. Yeah,
4: doing what they do. Now, I do remember, though, Mike, or I'm sorry, somebody told me last year that the Royals were in trouble, and then it turned out that person they were. was very correct. They so were. I'll wait to see this year if they have improved them.
2: That, that was after watching them play a three-game series in Arlington. I mean, you weren't wrong. I do think you this. weren't wrong. Oh, you don't give up my source.
0: The Royals Whoever you
2: were. will be better this year. Somebody, Will they win the division? Somebody I don't just predicted so.
0: they think they can win that trash division. So. I do think this.
2: If it if that happens, then Bobby Witt Jr. does have a chance to win MVP this year. Because you I, would I go from that, that team. For sure. I don't know what they lost, but it felt like a hundred games. I know they yeah. didn't, but if they went from that to winning eighty eight games and winning that division, I'd go, Oh my gosh, Bobby Witt Jr. just had to have an unbelievable season.
0: Now, do you have any concern if I told you the Rangers got zero votes? For most improved team, who is the least improved team in the American League?
2: I'm trying to think of if anybody dumped players. And the Royals did lose
0: 106 games last
2: year. Okay, so I was right. They did lose 100. I was like, it felt like it. Um Are
4: they
0: going
2: to go with just the Rangers losing Jordan Montgomery on in it. injuries? It's
4: always this team. The Oakland A's? The A's. That is correct. It's always the A's. They're the worst. I
2: hate saying it, but they they are major leaguers. They they don't seem to be putting 26 legitimate major leaguers on their team. But
4: they could build a stadium in Las Vegas in four to five years based and on what our, our Uber driver told us. Yeah,
0: man, they're okay, I don't know if we talked about this enough. Is we asked our Uber, one of our Uber drivers around Las Vegas, "Hey, are you excited about the baseball team?" and he's like, "Oh yeah, I heard maybe in four or five years they might build a baseball stadium over there." And I was like, oh, "Okay, so Maybe not the most excited. The A's <laughs> do lead the way. The White Sox and Red Sox are tied for second for least improved, which is not surprising given that I think it's Raphael Devers, right, stepped out and was like, for the love of God, will you make this team better?
2: Yeah, so Devers is upset about the starting pitching rotation. always wonder how that goes. I mean, like somebody like me would be like, there's nothing I can say to Raphael Devers. That dude's yeah. an all-star hitter. But you you got like 14 or 20 guys in there competing for starting pitching roles somewhere, double AA, A, triple A, or majors in your big league clubhouse right now. And he's like, Yeah, all you guys aren't good enough. Can we get other guys? And they're like, No, we're not. Now, I will say this Aaron Judge on the other side kind of hinted towards they might be adding another starting pitcher. I don't know if that's Blake Snell. I don't know if that's Jordan Montgomery. Sure. I don't know who that person could be. And I'm not saying he knows something, but he might. He might know the Yankees could be getting close to a deal, but if Aaron Judge knows, usually somebody, Ken Rosenthal also has a hint on a a person about ready to sign with the Yankees.
0: Now – a couple more questions that I thought were really interesting. Least improved in the NL, the Marlins lead the way, followed by the they Rockies. Got Tim Anderson. They didn't know that. <laughs> when... That's true. That it did come out before this. That
2: did help for five million dollars. I think that is a great risk reward contract for a team that's like Tim Anderson. He couldn't play here. Nothing against him. True. He's solid, but he's not better than Simeon. He's not better than Seager, and he's not a third baseman. He's not. I don't think if Josh
0: Young's healthy, I'd rather have Josh Young at third. So then maybe the Rockies and the Padres. Move to the forefront. Best trade of the offseason Corbin Burns to the Orioles, followed by Juan Soto to the Yankees. Best free agent signing. This is where you got to feel great if you're the Dodgers. Shohei Otani, number one. Yamamoto, number two. Both signed, of course, by the Dodgers. This one is amazing to me. Best free agent bargain of the winter. A bargain? Bargain. Yeah,
2: it's got to
4: be Will Smith. I, I mean, I don't like doing this because for I forget all
0: the contracts right now. Well, I'll tell you this then: Reese Hoskins finished first, tied for second. Shohei Otani. Oh, because he took all, all the deferred money, hundred million dollars. Kevin,
4: still, it's not seven hundred million dollars for this year. Well, that is it's like a dollar fifty or something. <laughs> <Like> they're <laughs> paying him. Is... This is the. It's still the weirdest contracts setup I've ever seen. I mean, considering it's how all direct much he deposit, gets later. But
2: they do have to give you an envelope of the check still in your, like, locker. Yeah. Is it going to be weird when Mookie bets every two weeks has a check in his – that says, hey, oh, man, he opens it up and it says, I don't know, I'm just guesstimating here, $6 million for two weeks of work, which <laughs> is about what he I think he gets. And then Shohei finished. opens it up and it says – And he's
4: like, awesome.
2: Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I have 49 home runs right now with 20 (laughs) games to go, and I got $150,000 for these two weeks.
4: He's probably got money stacked somewhere already, just waiting. And then he knows that he can put everything on a credit card and yield it like 20 years
0: down the road. Now, this, okay, I would like to, I actually, I'm kind of intrigued by that. (laughs) This is my favorite question. Who is the least recognizable team in Major League Baseball? Oakland
2: yes I need to restudy it I can't tell you eight players on that team okay i was gonna
0: say
4: Arizona but I guess they did get you know a lot they of made it to the world a series so and, I get, and Corbin I Carrol, for, yeah Corbin Carroll just got pumped into what the top 20 uh yesterday Is yeah. you were or top 12 even? yeah
2: Zach Gallon. yeah Patel Marte not Paul Goldschmidt anymore obviously I just mentioned we just mentioned Perdomo and when you make it that far, like it or not, your players start getting recognized. It's weird that MLB didn't want to recognize all the, the talent with the Rangers, but you do become more recognizable when you make it that far.
0: Assuming they were all baseball fans. Now, some can be super hardcore baseball fans, some more casual. What percentage of baseball fans could name six players on the A's?
4: I mean, I can't. And I'm I'm <laughs> so, pretty you avid take out baseball the, fan.
2: the five thousand A's fans. Yep. You, t- you took them out. I he- think less than 5,000 people. Okay. Probably Ken Rosenthal. How many Rosen can you ball. Name? Maybe Jared Sandler. That dude, he is good at yeah, this.
4: He, yeah. yeah, because yeah, he he loves Jared, stuff Jared, like if you're that. listening,
2: text you how you many
0: A's players you I can
2: know. name one right now. Kyle Moeller, because my dad gave him lessons from 7th grade through his senior year in high school at Dallas Jesuit. All right, that's so one. There's
0: one. We got
4: one, Kevin. Do you have you have a— Isn't
2: there a Ruiz who's really fast? Do they still have Brent Rooker? They might. What? Uh, Jose Canseco? No,
0: it's not Jose Canseco. Oh, yeah. Brett Rooker okay. is a left fielder. He's, I mean, uh, I was about to say he's good. For the A's, he was really good last
1: year, I feel like.
4: Oh, Shane Langoliers.
0: Oh, from here. Yeah, that from one's the Keller one. slash yeah. Beller. Yeah. No,
4: not the Langoliers, Steven. That's a really good book, Thank by
0: the way. you. But in addition to the A's are of course number one. Oh my gosh. The only other three Walt teams Weiss. that got votes no, not you know Walt Weiss is that not Dave Stewart. Hey,
2: I know it's tough on the forty man roster. I think they might get a sellout if they just brought back the 1990 <laughs> Oakland Athletics and just said we're throwing them out for one game, and we don't care if we lose 100 to zero. At least Dave Stewart's going to throw a pitch for
0: you, Mike guys. Gallego. I think they would only have a 50 percent less chance to win than the regular. I mean, it comes Gallego in Dennis cards, Eckersley
2: yeah. to save a game. They're losing 87 to zero right now.
0: <laughs> By the way, the only other teams to get votes. The Rockies, the White Sox, and the Nationals.
4: I don't know that I can name many For, Rockies players yeah, right now.
0: It's, it Kyle Freeland, tough. Dante Bichette. No, he's <laughs> those no. are just, no. Walker. Charlie Blackman. Who are, the, two. who are the phenoms to watch in spring training? At which point, I need you to read this text from the nine I'm going to read it from the 940. I bought $2,200 of Wyatt Langford cards next week. Please be a beast, Wyatt. Last week. I might it have
4: is, last week. Does Evan Carner count as a phenom right now?
2: I would say I yes, he because should. he's he's on the prospect list. He hasn't... As soon as the season starts, he gets pushed off the prospect list. It's really quick, because I think after you play 30 major league games, I think they have to push you off of that list, because you're now you're not considered a prospect anymore. I'm not exactly sure how the list worked. But, but he
0: didn't get any votes. So I would be willing to say...
2: They did not count him. Okay, since he probably did the playoffs, they're they're not counting him. I'd say Jackson Holiday, Wyatt Lankford, uh, Churio with Milwaukee are the top three.
0: I would guess in what order? That because that is All correct.
2: Right. I will go with. You know, I'm biased, but I'll I'll go with what I think nationally they'll do. It's gotta be Holiday. First. I'm gonna guess Holiday first, then Churio, then Lankford. Will be their list is
0: correct. But that's a that is a strong list. And then they have Paul Skeens as fourth on the list. Okay, that's going to be fun to see what he does. And then this last one, let me throw out for you, the most important injury comebacks of the season. Tied for second, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom. However, also getting votes, Corey Seager, Tyler Malley. So, clearly the Rangers in the back half of the season, maybe the last month or two of the season, have plenty of players that they can hope they all five will win. Back.
2: win?
4: Uh, or no. all, can all of them win at it's, the same time? Ooh.
2: That's the deal. If you get to, let's say August first, the trade deadline, and you're, I'm just going to put the Rangers at five games over five hundred, and then all of a sudden we've got positive reports. Jacob Degrom is doing oh great. He's coming back. Max Scherzer is great. He's coming back. Tyler Malley's doing great. He's coming back. And you add those three pitchers for the last two months, and you just make the playoffs. But you have a healthy Evaldi with those guys. Uh, That would be really dangerous because all of a sudden you're like, yeah, they've struggled with starting pitching here and there throughout the season. And then you're like, well, they're not struggling now.
4: And that's when I write my book about how Chris
0: Young planned this all out for a three-year plan. That – I would definitely read that book. Also, everybody on the fan text did a terrible job of naming contemporary A's as well. Jeremy Giambi. What about Ricky Henderson? Thank you. Or Vita Blue. Oh, right. Catfish Hunter. Or Catfish Hunter. Or Raleigh Fingers. Mark McGuire. No, no, no. None of those people are on the current A's. I'm pretty sure.
4: Tony LaRusa. Coco Crisp.
0: Oh, that's That's a really good one. That's at least a little closer. Miguel Tejada. Jonah Heim, Eric Chavez. Somebody said Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. They ran the organization. No, they didn't. That
4: was a movie. Chris Pratt.
2: Oh, he was Scott Hatterberg, right? He played first first base for them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if
0: you've never seen Moneyball, it's a story about how Pitching had nothing to do with how and great
2: they were. Neither did the MVP of that year in the American League, Miguel Tejada. At no point, they're like, you know what? We still have we still have Miguel Tejada on this. team. <laughs> but weren't
4: all of their pitchers like homegrown talent too? No, yeah. that's true. But they, they didn't bring them up at yeah, all. I mean, that's yeah. valid.
2: We're screwed. We don't have Jason Giambi. That does hurt. You still have another MVP
0: candidate. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll move into a jammed, packed expressway. We got Mike Likes It. Elvis Andrus. Shut up. He was a, <laughs> Actually, that is closer. <laughs> are the stars trying to change the game for all the fans that can't watch on ballet? Plus, did Cuban drop the ball? Or are we just telling stories here? We'll do it all next right here on The Fan. Call from mom.
2: Answer it. Call silenced.
0: KC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan might have a surprising update about Mozzie Smith as Corey is investigating that right now. I don't know how real this is. Okay, let's look into that. fascinating, though. In the meantime, I wanted to throw this out there. I don't know how many people saw this or care about it, but, man, this feels like it could be a really big deal. The stars are... I guess working on their own direct-to-consumer streaming platform to relate to replace Bally Sports. And so, obviously, if you live in the Metroplex, or even if you don't, you're probably well aware of the struggles that some folks have had getting to watch on Bally's. And clearly a ton of Rangers, Stars, and Mavericks located on Bally's. So you can always hear the Rangers games right here on 105.3 The Fan for free. But the Dallas Stars and their CEO, Brad Alberts, confirmed this to the Dallas Morning News. And Mike Heike picked it up first. Is they've been working with a parent media co and they're working on going direct to consumers. And the thing that's interesting about this is because Brad Alberts was like, We have to be prepared. Is it all about where's Bally? Do we have a regional sports network or not? We have to have contingency plans. And this certainly is an option if Bally isn't an option. So the platform would be free. It would be advertising based. And that's the biggest thing right there is you hear, maybe you can watch stars games for free. And then I also wonder, does that trickle over to Mavericks? And like, obviously you go down to the Rangers as well. You can potentially watch for free if this gets launched with all of the money they bring in Coming via advertising based video on demand model. All right. So all the revenue would be through advertisements as opposed to paid subscriptions. Okay. All right. So you just have to staff
4: in-house the ability to sell those ads. That would be a big part of it. Seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. You you got a few salespeople that are out there hustling and doing
0: their thing to make sure that you're sold. And there is precedent for this because APMC partnered with dude perfect who obviously we know is a metroplex group to create a similar platform so they're like we can do it then the question becomes how much revenue does this really replace yeah i have no
2: idea i think this is interesting and i know that you have in a way all of the ice to put advertising on during the game because obviously there's not a big Waterburger logo underneath the ice that is just on your television yeah. set. so then they can change it to another logo if they want to it's like oh and
4: behind the nets yeah. on, the, on the behind the the goals on the netting you see you'll see Kville brewing which is marty's thing you'll see all sorts of yeah. stuff up there
2: so they're able to put stuff on the field now i'm wondering this um is this the new model is I don't know. I don't know. So here's what I don't know. We've
4: been discussing, Mike. We've been discussing this since we were a weekend show. Yeah. Why wouldn't sports teams want control of that? Uh, be able to say we can. We the Dallas Cowboys could say we're putting cameras in. We're gonna we're gonna run the game. We're gonna do it. We have control over everything, and we have we get every nickel for that as well. But then, is that too much to spend for the infrastructure of it? And how many nickels are out there? And is it just easier to let the big TV companies just give us the money and do it for us?
2: And and here's what I don't know either. It's a great question is how how big of an app, how much millions and millions of dollars do you have to spend on this app? I think a lot of teams have just been like, we can't do what Direct TV app does. Like yeah. we don't have the money as an organization to build a hundred million dollar app and then hope that our games just stay on this app for the next twenty years investing that much money because i do feel like these apps that broadcast games can struggle at times mm. and you're like i'm not seeing the game and it's you know it's or it's kind of clicky i don't know the the right what would a kid say when they're playing video games laggy, and, laggy. yeah oh, yeah
0: that too it's
2: lagging like they always like i lost because it lagged or yeah, whatever but sure um that's the thing it that, happens sometimes kevin <laughs> sometimes you lag while you're trying to shoot at somebody so sure. just press the button harder. Yeah. That's not how.
0: Or move uh, move the controller when no, you're trying to jump. No, that's not that how it hell.
2: works. That is not
4: uh, how it
0: works. Maybe it did with your Nintendo when you could blow into the little cartridge. That's not how it works nowadays. So to your point, Mike, is other teams have started to try this as well. Okay. The Vegas Golden Knights, for example, they went direct to consumer with nighttime plus, which that's an you objectively amazing it. name. I guess apps are really easy
2: on newer TVs. To be honest, I haven't bought a TV in a good smart six TV years. Gets it done for you. I mean, I have.
0: It is smart, but they probably are smarter now. I uh, probably.
4: I like the way you said.
0: They're that. learning, and so for nighttime, they're charging seventy dollars per season or seven dollars per game, and so that makes more sense to me because at least then you can still pull in some of the advertising revenue while also having the base revenue coming in just as part of like, hey, your subscription model. For the stars, it would be strictly, at least the way I understand it, strictly advertising-based and no charge as a subscription model. I don't know how long that will hold up. And then for people asking about the Mavs and the Rangers, I need to go back and look at the TV contract for the stars. But there's a big discrepancy between the amount of money the rangers bring in versus the stars yeah. and so i don't think this is ever going to be feasible the for the rangers the rangers used to be 110 million dollars yes.
2: so per year give or take but that's that's what it was and i think it got negotiated down to a one year deal around 90 million do i have the articles right yes, that i've read over correct. these months um yeah, I don't know. You know, the stars were probably, what do you think the stars were at? 50 million per year? I don't I might know. i
0: argue a little bit lower than that. Yeah, let so maybe. Let's see if I can check. I, my guess was going to be 35 to 40. Yeah,
2: so to your point, maybe they're like, we can do this. But if you ask the Rangers, can we get back to 110 million or more? I don't know. Maybe the Rangers go, I don't know if we can make our own app. Yeah. Or put this on our app and be able to broadcast it cleanly and get. Because the other thing, too, is you want, I guess this, I wouldn't mind this, but people might get upset and maybe MLB doesn't allow this can i put the way that they put the waterburger logo on the ice that's not there but it's on your television can they do that in the outfield Hell yeah, they can, can they do that behind uh the mound yes uh during all the pitches like but i think MLB overall has restrictions on how many advertising logos you can put on the field, mm-hmm. you know, on the television because they don't want it to take away from the broadcast out of the game. So, as a dude's running in the gap, he's running over the Waterburger logo to make the play, you know. And so, like, all right, this is great. So, now on MLB Network this morning, you know, like, does he get extra points for catching it on the Waterburger logo? Why the
4: hell not? I
0: would love that. That now would this be really cool. Two outs. This question comes up. I think you guys will know the answer, but I would like to discuss this for just a second from the 254. Why don't the Rangers, Stars, and Mavs just make their own regional network like Yes and Nesson? Think about the areas that you're representing right there. Obviously, Yes is a New York one, and what is their big ticket item? It's the Yankees.
2: Isn't it the Yes? Isn't that Yankee? Yes. Doesn't it start off as Yankee entertainment, whatever And so
0: they've incorporated more stuff in there now, but you have the most recognizable brand in all of Major League Baseball. For, they do
4: have the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Yeah, and see, because they've expanded and out. And the
4: Liberty, yeah.
0: And so for NESN, it's the same thing. They have the Red Sox, but they also have Patriots games, Celtics games, and everything like that. I just think those are more broadly. More you mean broadly, like Patriots shows? No, like uh, I believe they were able to simulcast some Patriots okay. games. Right. I think. I'll double right. check on that. But yes, the shows as well, and they have Celtics games and everything like that. So if you told me the Cowboys were gonna do this, I would be like, that's obviously gonna work. But- can you imagine if this did happen, how hurt
2: TV would be? I get they still get football, and that's what they that's what they make zillions of dollars on. But can you imagine if this was really the case? I don't know, how much would you want to sell your premium games? where ABC and ESPN get the premium game. So when you do play, I'm just going to go with the Rangers here. The Rangers and the Astros series. uh, Well, Sunday night, it's going to be on ESPN. And you're just like, no, I don't want that one on ESPN. I need, if if this is all me, if I have to make the money off of my app, my broadcast, my advertising, I don't want you pulling when we go to the Yankees That game is on, uh, you know, Saturday Fox and Sunday ESPN. I don't want that. I need these premium matchups. If you want to pull one, pull when we play the Oakland A's.
0: Yes. No, I would agree with that. And by the way, for people curious, because we talked about this a lot over the last few months, is Alberts said he's still waiting to learn more about the Amazon deal. Okay. Because obviously we discussed that would be a viable choice for a lot of people. I realize the Amazon Prime is not free. But I know there is a lot of people who already have that. And then, so, look, Albert said every option is on the table right now. It comes down to what's everybody's risk tolerance. We're getting comfortable with potentially having to go direct to consumer. And I think that's the future. That's definitely the future. Obviously, ESPN has done that. We've talked about combination networks is like, hey, let's just streamline our services and everything like that. So, I am really fascinated, and I just wanted to throw that out there because for a lot of sports fans, it's not happening tomorrow, but they would be pumped about this news.
4: From the 214, call it the what-a-catch zone.
0: Oh, my God. I love it. That's how you're going to make your money. Is Yeah, it, your game might not change. What a play. Yeah. What a catch. But everything that's going to happen is going to be like, oh, this line change brought to you by, and they're like, this third line change <laughs> brought to you by. So you might just get beat down a little bit with all the mix-in advertisements, mm-hmm. but if you get to watch the stars on a consistent basis, do you really care? Yeah, and I
4: think I think there is a pretty significant market here in DFW, but a lot of times people point out that DFW is kind of an eclectic market from around the country yep. because a lot of people are moving here. If you're going to move here, become a fan. Become a local fan. Okay, I That's like that. That's what I'm going to say. I like you pick that. them up, pick us
0: up as a second team if you want to. That's fine, just pick us up. Now, let's go to Jalen Brunson. Is we're gonna go to cut number six right here. It's a longer cut, it's from the All the Smoke podcast. And this is Brunson talking about how he wanted to stay in Dallas. I want y'all to listen to this. You can form whatever opinions you want, obviously, but then we might have some people who do not agree with what Jalen Brunson has said here.
5: I really did want to stay in Dallas. Before my fourth season in Dallas, my last season in Dallas, we tried to extend our contract, whatever we can get. Was, was the most we can get was like four years and 55 million. And so obviously we wanted to do that. I wanted to stay there. I, th- I thought I would be there for a long time. And uh, I liked my role there. It's funny because my agent was like, I mean, you can do so much, you can do, you can get more, you can get more. I'm saying like, well, like, I just want to be safe. Like, I'm not trying to gamble right now. This is not something mm-hmm. you really gamble with if it's out there. Right. And so, but they, they were like, we want to see where we're at, you know, like 20, 25 games into the season. But uh, we were like, all right, well, if we're not going to do it, I kind of don't want to do it until after the season. I'm not trying to think about this.
4: During the season,
5: right. Yeah, so there's a period where Luca went out and I started to start. I was playing really well. I think I was averaging like 20 and like six, maybe, whatever. It was about that 20, 25 mark. And so we went back, we're like, hey, like, if the deal's there, we're thinking about it. Like, I'll do it, like right now. Still, it was no. Like it was it wasn't a hard note. It was just like we want to see, we want to see. So I'm. So like, this was Dallas. This is Dallas. Uh, it's still in Dallas. Okay. Trade deadline comes. I'm like thinking like, right, Well, if, the, if I'm not getting extended, I'm probably gonna get traded. Probably. I think the way I've been playing, like there's just like playing well, right? I'm playing somewhat decent, and so that didn't happen. And then um, yeah. So like the, the deal came on the table after the trade deadline. I was like, I, I no. I think I've outgrown that now. Right, okay. Personally, that's what I thought. I, was like, I think I've outgrown that.
4: Woo! That was the, yeah, that line of, I think I've outgrown that now really stands out because, you know, they're sitting there going, well, we we don't value that much. And you're like, but my value is high. Yeah. And then they I come back it. and they're like, you know what, we like that other, we like that deal now. And they're like, no, but I've, I've done, I did better than you expected. You said that I needed to be this. And I was even better than that for you. So now the price of the brick has gone up. So don't bring me that same lame offer that you had before.
2: I just remember, what I can remember is after the Utah series, he plays the first three games without Utah, and you're up 2-1, to one and he played like a superstar.
4: Yes. Yeah. Not, maybe With not the, the first the game, yeah.
2: but the, the second and third game that you won, he played like, oh, my gosh. like I'm, He's not going to become a superstar, but you're like, Oh, he's becoming a really good, like possibly number two player on a team. And at that point, I remember, you know, we were bringing up the car. He is a free agent. I was like, well, you're going to win this because nobody can offer him more than you can. Oh, you, you
4: know what? In in cut seven, he mentions that regarding Mark Cuban. Uh, do you want to hear that part of it real Both?
2: quick? Or? I think so. Yeah, it's from him.
5: Obviously, going to playoffs, Luke gets hurt like second to last game of last game of the season. And so we're... He's out for the first three games, and I obviously did what I did. Ain't no looking back. Ain't no looking back. And so that all happens. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of my timeline so I don't mess up. So they'll be losing the Western Conference Finals. And I remember seeing something on Twitter after the game, and it was like, Mark. We get it.
1: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
5: Saying, hey, like, we can pay him the most money. and So he says that on Twitter. He says that like in an the, in the interview, like, season, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. Like, literally right after the game. After that, it was like crickets. Mm. From my point of view, I can't speak to anyone else. I mean, just from my point of view, it was crickets. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I saw, like, New York making moves and saw all that stuff. I was like, home. Close to home. Close to home. Two hours away from where I was, or an hour away from where I was born. Yeah. Parents over the East Coast. Whole families on the East Coast. So I started thinking, like, I could, this, this could be a real thing.
4: So that part about Mark Cuban and crickets, that's the part that gets me. And Mike, that's where my question now comes into play is, are you hopeful that the Adelson group or Nico or whatever is more proactive in, in, in? it sounded like Mark just was like, nah, I don't value this at all until it was too late. And then he was like, I got, I got the deal. Nobody yeah. can, why would he leave all this money? And Jalen Brunson was like, cause you didn't, you didn't he plays no value on me, even, like personally, you treated me like I was nothing.
2: I just feel like, I don't know, Kevin, I'm yep. going to throw it to you. I feel like it was a lost organization. Even drafting Luca and becoming a playoff team again, there was, at that point, yes, Jason Kidd was the coach. But you had just gotten over the Rick Carlisle, Vegas Bob, Donnie Nelson thing, Nico Harrison's coming in from Nike, and you're just... Mark's kind of running the show, but it doesn't seem like it's running efficiently. It definitely does not have good communication throughout any of the processes. The coaches don't like certain front office people. Certain front office people don't like Mark Cuban. Certain front office people don't like the coaching staff. Certain front office people don't like the players. And you're just like, this isn't good. This isn't good that you don't need everybody loving each other, but you can't have, it seems like, there's too many battles going on here in one organization, and so I think when it came to stuff like this, I'm going to assume this without being behind anything. I'm sure that there just was no good conclusion with no leadership. Mark was the leader back then, and so I guess he decided if if we don't have a if we don't want to max him out. And by the way, he's making 26 million this year. Then his number goes down next year to under 25 million. Jalen Brunson, and then the next year's a player option, which he will not go into that like $24 million player option. But you could have had them for $14 million a year. They they front-loaded it. You could have had them for that. But then I wish that after that Golden State Warriors series was over, I wish that they would have just said, here's your five-year max-out deal. which, Or if they could have only gone four, but I think it, you could have gone five. You could have gone five years at 30 per, pretty much. It, it would have been a little bit broken up a little bit differently. Yeah. but. You could have gone five for boy 150, boy. and after next year, most likely New York's going to give him extension at four for probably 160. So you just look at it and go, even at that price, that would have been a great deal, and it, it it hurts, but luckily the Mavericks are recovering from that. It hurt with the Steve Nash deal. The Mavericks were able to recover, make the finals, then win the finals a few years later. I just I look at it and go, it was just – it was a, from two – after that strike, you won the championship. Mark Cuban smarter than everybody in the world because he read the CBA different than everybody in the whole world. Nobody was as smart as him reading this contract. Whoops. And from that point on, there was just poor decision after poor decision. And I, I'm hoping that new ownership
0: with Nico running the basketball side will be better. And one of the things is I know some people will say – well, that's on the agent to reach out to the team true. as well. And and I get that. I like, do. where's your offer? Yeah, but I do would hope at some point if the agent is dropping the ball, if the team is dropping the ball, somebody I, would reach out. I thought Jalen did a great
2: job in that interview saying, <laughs> I can only speak from my perspective. That's how he felt. Now, yeah. there could have been – Mark Cuban feels completely different. Yeah. He's come out and said, this is not true. But it's not true from – his point of view Jalen it's true from his point of view because to your point maybe the agent wasn't communicating Mark Cuban's thoughts I don't know why Mark I don't know I don't know the rules why isn't Mark just communicating with Jalen now you can't you got to make sure the contract and everything you're not trying to screw somebody over I mean Jerry does it at times but it works in the NFL there's not a players association that cares but I just look at it and go Man, if, if you're having trouble possibly getting through to the agent after the Golden State series, why don't you – and maybe it's illegal to do because then when it ends, you're a, you're not property of the yeah. team anymore, yeah. so you can't start making contacts till the day free agency opens. And he already had a contract done with the Knicks. But uh, you had moments, I think, to make sure you knew you have a five-year 30 per on the table. And then, look, I do think Kyrie's better than Jalen Brunson. I really –
0: He makes $40 million a year.
2: Yeah, and you had to trade Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and an unprotected 2029 first-round pick to replace Jalen Brunson. And I do think he's better, but he's not as reliable because he's not as healthy as Jalen Brunson. Uh, I I like Kyrie. He's awesome. He's better than Jalen Brunson. But if you put it all together, would you rather have Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, 2029 first-round pick, or Kyrie Irving? I will take all of those, yeah. and I'm not saying I want all of those still on the team, but I'm saying that if you're making me pick that, because we had a fun conversation yeah. last night at yeah. dinner about this, and I was saying, but overall, if you're just saying, do you get Kyrie or do you get Jalen? I said, it's a tough decision because Kyrie's
0: better than Jalen, sure. but Jalen's more reliable because he's on the court more. And so when you throw in all those other things, then obviously I would lean towards the Jalen package. Now, Mike likes it? Mike likes it. Guys, we
2: have a new number one in Major League Baseball. Oh, the top 100 Corey results Seeger. are in, and they are done. Oh. Corey Seager is a candidate. As we know, he did not make players 11 through 100, so we knew he was in the top 10. The best player in baseball. Moving up 24 spots from last year being number 25 Whoa. to number one. Ronald Acuña yeah. Jr because remember he blew out his knee uh, you he know in 21 and then 22 he's re, you know he came back but he wasn't the same and I was like dude is he going to like come back or is this like who he is after this injury and this year uh, unbelievable season obviously 41 home runs 73 stolen bases nobody's even come close to a 40 year I don't know if he's going to be able to repeat that by the way but absolutely
0: now quick side question mm-hmm. Do you think Mike Trout will ever be top 10 again?
2: I hope so, but I wouldn't I guess if you said top 10, I would I would maybe lean towards if it's 50-50. I'll bet on maybe he gets to like 8, 9 or 10 maybe. Okay. But if you're saying where he was one and two for a decade, yeah. I'd be no, he's not he's just is he's not going to stay healthy enough to get back there. He's washed. Number Whoa. 2, moving up from number 4. I think one of the guys that we Just because he doesn't put up the gaudy numbers, Mookie Betts. We don't talk about it. He's one of the greatest players we've seen over the last 10 years. Uh, And now he's going to be a second baseman. I I think that's going to be fun.
4: He's one of my favorite players.
2: His work ethic is so great that I do think, I'm not saying he's going to win the um, gold glove, but I do think he'll be a solid second baseman. And if people don't know this, he was a second baseman with the Boston Red Sox. When he got called up to the majors, Like we got an MVP candidate in Dustin Pedroia. So, we're going to have to move you. And, and he went out to the outfield and became the best defensive right fielder in the game. Number three, Aaron Judge. He was number two last year. So, he moves down one spot. Number four, Shohei Otani. He was last year's number one. They're saying because Yikes. they list him here as just a DH. Okay. So, in a way, they're saying, well, right now, he's not pitching. And he's not going to pitch anytime soon. So they moved him from number one to number four, knowing he's just a hitter. But just as a hitter, he's number four in baseball. Okay. Now, next one, and I'm going to stop here. Corey Seager, Freddie Freeman.
4: Ooh, I hate this list.
2: Three out of the top five players on this list are Dodgers. Dodgers. Two, four, and five are the Dodgers. One, two, and three hitters in he's their West lineup. West Coast
0: bias. Oh, you don't hear that. It's phrase West Coast
2: as bias much. in baseball has always yes. been a thing. In 2023, if you're not happy with this one that Freddie Freeman got ranked above uh, Corey Seager, he hit 331 this year with 59 doubles. So it says falling one shy of becoming the first player since 1936 to have 60 doubles in a season. So in a weird way, he's a first baseman with not tons of power. But he's an extra base hit machine. Yeah. And he's a high batting average, high on base percentage guy. Number six, former Dodger, Corey Seager. Yeah. Corey Seager moves up last year, the 33rd ranked player in baseball. After his first season in Texas, he vaults up 27 spots from number 33 to number six. I think this is really good and really fair I think you could have an argument with Freddie Freeman because he plays a more premium position than first base. But I think that this is right around where he should be
4: from the two one four Seager could be number one Oh one, you know, based on the way that they rank Jonah Heim. That's uh, true. The, but, but I, I disagree with so many different, I understand injury did does play into his, like you have to consider that with him a lot. this he just won world series MVP and did Sixth. it the same way he played the entire season, which was I'm going to hit one of these first two pitches. And I'm probably going to hit the S out of it and good luck getting it. Like that's just his style of play never changed this year.
2: The last statement in giving him a small paragraph to describe why he's the number six player. If he can manage to stay healthy in 2024, he could be the MVP of the American oh. League. And he's not healthy he right finished now. Up, he finished up last Ooh. year as the runner up. So they're saying, but did you notice if he yeah. could manage to stay yeah. healthy? Yeah. So that's been his knock his whole career. But he asked. That's adds, what you
4: said whenever the Rangers signed yeah. him. You were like,
2: I like the player. It just always felt like come playoff time, you're like, is Corey Seeger playing or not playing because of his health status? And when he was healthy, you know, obviously in 2020. Won the MVP then uh, of the World Series. If somehow, some way, Corey Seager can make it to Opening Day or really close to Opening Day, if he misses the first week, he misses the first week. But from there, he doesn't have to ever go on the injured list. I get he's going to get nicks, bruises, bumps, feel sore, give him days off. But if he can play approximately 145 of these 162, I do think he has a legitimate chance in the American League to win the MVP.
4: I just wanted to, your thoughts on. We know what he did at the plate, right? What did you think of him fielding the position this year? I thought he was much exceptional. Be- much better. I agree.
2: Now, he's a bigger guy. Yes. So, he doesn't, he doesn't maybe cover as much ground as like a Francisco Lindor, right? I mean, he's smaller, faster feet. But his
4: hands are reliable. Yeah,
2: He's smooth, reliable. I thought he was good shortstop. Number seven, this is going to be interesting here, Juan Soto. Number eight, Jordan Alvarez. So, there is an Astro on this list. Number nine is Garrett Cole. So, now I got to number nine. Three of the nine ranked players are New York Yankees. So the star powers in the right cities for Major League Baseball. Three in the top five for the Dodgers. Three in the top nine for the New York Yankees. And rounding out number 10 in your division, center fielder Julio Rodriguez. So those are your top 10 players right now in Major
0: League Baseball. We have one. Excellent insight right there. Thanks for keeping us up to date on this list all along. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, it's time for The C Block starring Corey Majors.
4: Older or younger at this Cowboys position, and what technology do you take most for granted next on The Fan?
3: T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours